0: Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of the Ready Set Home Podcast, your premier podcast covering both the Toronto Defiant and the Vancouver Titans. I'm Chris at Life Force, joined virtually as always by Omni at Omni Strife and Jordan at Sir Dr. JM. Welcome, gentlemen.
1: Hello, hello! Happy to be here. We're we made it, season six. Who we haven't made it? Is it yet? actually season six? I think so. Who would have thunk? Season six, like yeah. well, like we we were discussing before, of a dying esports league, of a dying game. But <laughs>
2: <laughs> here we are.
0: It's true. I I never really thought that through. So the podcast started just before season right. two, and here we are on season Crazy, six. Eh? That that shows you how long. You know, we've been supporting this this dead game.
2: <laughs> exactly. I think you mean it shows how long the fans have supported this dead podcast.
0: <laughs> that too. Well, I mean, hey, at least we're in theme. Yeah, you know, Omni's mom, she's <laughs> one of our biggest supporters and I, I don't want to disappoint her yeah. fair enough.
1: She doesn't she barely understands uh video games and English, but she's listening
0: every week. I can I can tell when she's not there because our our listenership cuts at like fifty yeah. percent, and our our sponsors bail on us whenever that happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice if this podcast had sponsors? Yeah, we could say you know, it was, you know this episode's brought to you by Butterfinger. We had about like a two months worth, right, or was it longer? Um, did we like way back when? Are you like talking when everything on this show? Yeah, yeah. Like we who who we did were, you have? Well, we were getting like gifts in kind from like Circle K and uh, and, and what have you. Like, this was in that first sort of Titan season where everyone was really enjoying themselves, and then the pandemic but hit. But it was also a paid what have you, portion, but... I
2: believe, not just like gifts. And
0: stuff. <laughs> they were paying really? you, they weren't paying Chris. <laughs> Maybe because I I was just thinking, like the only only money that this podcast has brought in is from those that support us on on Patreon. Which, if you're interested in doing so, you can go to patreon.com/slash Ready Set Home to help cover the bills. But I I honestly don't recall this podcast having a a paid sponsor outside of the the you know a Pizza Hut dropping off some some za and Circle K dropping off the. The, the goodie bags hey, pizza is my preferable currency anyways so. <laughs> so what you're saying is podcast will work for pizza
1: hell yeah that's why i'm in this in show business you know
2: <laughs> unfortunately it doesn't work as well for payment for me just simply because of the shipping you know it's usually
0: usually <laughs> yeah, a little distressed for, free will arrive in like you know two days it's exactly. 48 dollars shipping exactly, exactly. um what arrives though this weekend? Uh, the Overwatch League, as Omni has alluded to, it is season six and the season is fast approaching both, uh, for the West and East region. Though in theory, the East region kind of already got underway because of, you know, how they're handling the, uh, the, the tier two, uh, teams being involved. Uh, but, uh, we've got matches for both Vancouver Titans and Toronto Defiant to, to queue up and talk about. Uh, we've got the Overwatch League pickums, which is probably, uh, if not one of the, more exciting uh, activations within the Overwatch League uh, has to be right up there. And uh, a patch rolled out, which I didn't throw into our notes, but it just goes and makes Lifeweaver uh, easier to play for those who think he wasn't uh, easy already. I think you mean simpletons. Just kidding. Yeah. Just kidding. I, whoa, I can't
2: whoa. play him. He's locked. Look so at it, Mr. I don't uh, like.
1: Console Gamer there.
0: <laughs> no,
2: I have I haven't been playing him either.
0: But, <laughs> but uh, we got a lot to talk about in the payload, 230 minutes worth. So uh, let's start uh, pushing it along. Moving the payload. Join me. Much like our power rankings, I don't believe I got the uh, payload time estimate all that accurate. That's... I might be implying our power rankings aren't accurate. I mean, the those in our cow. One person's like, "Hey, why not just admit you don't watch the East?" And I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Do we not we say always that say on that. the show like <laughs> every episode? Say, I
1: was just Wait, about I, to write him. Well, how about you just admit that you never listened to
2: our show? Yeah, Good one. That's a good I comeback.
0: Been, I, I would have I upvoted it. Uh, but uh, no, we are talking about the Toronto Defiant and the Vancouver Titans who both get things underway this Thursday. So depending on when you're listening to the episode, it could be tomorrow, it could be today, and it could have just happened and you missed it. But uh, the Toronto Defiant... Kick the season off by taking on the San Francisco Shock Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Pacific. Watch them live on YouTube, as that was unclear until recently. But uh, the Overwatch League is back on on YouTube for those who are concerned. This match was, you know, going to be scheduled. I think everyone knew it would be put into a showcase placement. Great way to kick off the uh, the season. Unfortunately, it has to happen on a Thursday afternoon. I mean. No way that you look about it. If you happen to be, you know, based in the San Francisco geographic region, not an opportune time. If you happen to be based out East Toronto defiant region, maybe a little bit better, but still on a Thursday, 3 PM, kind of early. Talking about the match specifically though, what do you guys think? Like this, I think is a really good match to see if Toronto's, you know, really keeping what they were building in the pro-am alive while at the same time, an opportunity to see what does the San Francisco shock actually look like when everyone is together on the North American continent, mm-hmm. not playing on ping. Yeah. Spoilers for,
2: I mean, spoilers for later in the episode and in the weekend, but Toronto has a couple of banger matches this weekend to open the season and to close the weekend. Um, san francisco match specifically bit of a grudge match for someone like caluge obviously his former team obviously uh head coach of toronto coming from the san francisco uh uh organization i think he spent a couple of seasons there with them actually um so yeah very very exciting stuff and absolutely looking forward to hopefully seeing an, an upward trajectory from toronto hopefully seeing a better performing san francisco as well uh compared Mm -hmm. to especially how they started the pro-am tournament obviously we did see them you know kind of put their hiking boots on a little bit there uh in the second half of the pro-am games that they played but uh regardless it should be a very exciting match definitely i think looking at the weekend as a whole probably maybe one of two games to catch if you're only gonna try and watch a couple really good games so yeah, I agree. Very exciting. I mean,
1: unless it's like a stomp from one of the two teams, then I don't think that's gonna happen. Uh, hopefully not. Uh, I also don't think we should like overreact or knee jerk. Uh, whatever the outcome may be, I'm hoping for uh, like a long affair. There, like a uh, yeah, seven maps or mm. I think,
0: I think
2: it must, must right. be back Who to mean? best seven,
1: uh, first. Of it's first. best. It's first. Of yeah. Three. First of uh, three. So like.
2: Yeah, Five so, maps
1: affair or something like that, which yeah. I'm super yeah. hyped for. Um, but that I had another point. I mean, the math confused me. Um, <laughs> yeah, just excited for the match. And okay, you just, just say what you want and I'll try to remember.
2: Uh, well, what was the other point I was trying to make? I mean, ultimately, the, the takeaway here is that Toronto Defiant fans never react. And if Toronto does end up winning by any margin... Most Toronto Defiant fans certainly will not be saying that Toronto is the greatest team and going to place first after this one game.
1: I remembered my other point. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I was just uh, wanted to allude to the fact that you mentioned it's, it's kind of like we we got two bangers there. And I, I looked at the schedule and it's just a thing. NA is so stacked that unless you're playing like Excelsior or, or the Valiant or, or Vegas... Every freaking week, it's just going to be tough for, for any, yeah. you know, for, for both Toronto and especially for Vancouver, right, who's uh, everyone, including us, kind of uh, placed in that tier below. But every team there is really competitive outside of uh, the, the bottom mm-hmm. tier. So a lot of uh, good good matchups and, and <laughs> lots of good games to follow, for sure.
0: Yeah. I You know, when I look at this match, I'm, first of all, giving it to Toronto. I have it as a three, two victory for the Toronto defiant. Me too. Uh, However, um. the, the San Francisco shock, no longer being on ping gives me some doubt. I I, I don't know how much that impacted the shock, but despite that, you know, Toronto has been together as a unit uh, since what winter I mean, they were doing boot camp, uh, like a month and a half, two months ago, uh, in Toronto, uh, team building and then since then scrims. So I'm kind of feeling that Toronto has the advantage in the early going, whereas San Francisco has the potential of really starting yeah. to amp up. But on me, you're not as, uh, as bold to suggest a 3-2 Toronto no, victory.
1: I actually went with a 3-2 for the shock because. Uh, there Later. is some uh, pre-existing synergy over at the Shock side of things as well. I mean, Proper has been playing with Proper for a, more than a year now.
0: <laughs> proper knows <laughs> yeah. Proper.
1: And, uh, Probably knows Proper real well. Exactly. Properly knows Proper. And the rest mm-hmm. of the O2 Blast uh, are going to be there as well, who've played with each other uh, before. I am... Like, <sighs> My heart says Toronto, my brain says proper, uh, the shock, and I went with my brain uh, with this, uh, well, we're going to discuss the pickups later, but my my, uh, official pick is is 3-2 for the shock. So uh, a close game again, but
0: uh, I picked the shock this time. Well, another match that's totally going to be a close one is happening a couple hours later when the Florida Mayhem take on the Vancouver Titans, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. But keep in mind, it is not appointment viewing in regards to how the Overwatch League operates. The match starts when the match starts. It could be 2.30, it could be 3.30. Be prepared. I would have said this was probably a close match had I not seen the Western Pro-Am. The Western Pro-Am showed me there being a difference between the Mayhem and the Titans. And while I am, I am wanting to say, I think the Titans could, could pull this off. They could, they could get the W here. Florida just looked better and was getting better as the tournament won. I mean, we talked about this on a, on a previous show. So for me, I'm seeing it as being a 3-1 victory for Florida. I, I feel that Vancouver will make it competitive, but I think Florida wins it.
2: Yeah, it's it's actually a pretty interesting one. Uh or it's an interesting exercise to think about what would our power rankings, and not just ours, I mean obviously the communities at large, what would our power rankings look like if we hadn't seen the Prolam tournament? I never I never considered that until you just remarked that you know going into the season with no pro am, people probably would have been ranking Vancouver and Florida, maybe
0: somewhat close, yes, right? I think uh, you know. I think most out. I, it was like a toss up. Like if you saw the yeah. comparison between the two, people are like, "Oh, it's Vancouver. Oh, it's Florida. Oh, it's Vancouver. Yeah. It's Florida." It was very much a toss up. Yeah,
2: I mean, I, I certainly when I look at my rankings, like before the pro am, kind of knowing what the rosters looked like for the most part, I had. I would have had Toronto top five, almost no doubt in my mind. Um, and they dropped quite a few places from there. Um, so certainly things, things would look different, but Florida performed very well. And I think judging by most power rankings, people are
0: expecting Florida to continue to do well as well. Uh, whereas we we took some heat because we apparently didn't uh, give them the credit they were due for the (laughs) pro-am. That's true. That's very true. Oh,
1: I feel I feel uh, like it wasn't that bad.
2: I know I'm I'm looking now like we've got them in 8th which is great, but it is largely that you know, if you separate it out, they're in separated out by region of course. Take out two teams ahead of them from the east and we have them sitting in 6th, which is better, but I still I think a lot of people put them in top 5, right? So mm-hmm. it's a tough one, tough one to call. I'm looking for Vancouver to show promise and then subsequently show improvement in, you know, maybe not this weekend, but following weekends um, compared to how they do against Florida.
0: So we have this match winding up. I have it 3-1 for Florida. I have Um, 3-2 for Florida. Wow. You you feel it's going to be that competitive Uh, that...
1: I feel so, Uh, yeah. I mean, with Vancouver's DPS lineup, I feel like they can come out of the gate strong and maybe surprise a little bit. It seemed like uh, they may have not to mean that like ultimately by the end of the season, they'll be placed above Florida, but you know, maybe Florida coming off of the high of the pro AM and then Vancouver obviously have hidden their true power level. Cause they did play hog for that one uh, for that 20 seconds. Uh, on King's Throne, that's why I'm, I'm, you know, I'm high on the copium that they haven't showed us their uh, true potential yet, full power, <laughs> full power. So I am definitely, yeah, predicting a loss, but <laughs> maybe I'm more competitive than most people would give credit to.
2: Vancouver. The funny thing, the funny thing for me with Vancouver is every time we talk about them, every time I hear another podcast, another community, whatever. Talk about Vancouver, I get more hyped for them. I think it's 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 almost like I i saw them in the Pro Am, they were very exciting, you know. Uh Lenny and uh and Aspire as a duo just really really work well together and I think can be very impressive. But it's almost like I'm reserved on them when it's, you know, just me. But then I hear other people talk about them and and there's such hope there that they're going to be really impressive together with the whole team, of course. But uh, yeah, I'm. I am excited, and, and hearing you talk about them makes me more excited to watch them play this weekend as well. I don't
1: think you had it on the so, show notes, Chris, but these both uh, our DPS lineup both made it to Team USA, so that's kind of cool.
0: No, I didn't and that because I put the show notes together before yeah, I yeah. saw the uh, the Team USA. So I yeah. it up, so yeah. Anything is possible. <laughs> you know, I I just want to go back to something Omni had said about you know Vancouver DPS lineup. Um, we saw them take on Mayhem in a pro am in group stage. Like this match has taken place already. Mm-hmm. And, you know, best of three is an entirely different dynamic. So I, 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 you know, share this with, with some reservation. But Florida seemed to be able to control what Vancouver was bringing out. I, again, I'm not, I, if it's a three-two for Florida, I think that bodes well. Like, I want to see a competitive Vancouver Titans roster this year. Mm-hmm. I think all three of us want to see that. We've we've had to deal with Vancouver, Florida were being out of it. able to do that to all the teams that were facing. N- uh, no, I'm not suggesting they they couldn't, but Vancouver specifically yeah. because they did face each other in, right. in the group stage. So we need to earn our good graces back with uh, Punk's dad. Uh, we disappointed him. He wasn't too thrilled
2: with our placement of Vancouver in the you, in the power rankings. When a
1: dad is disappointed with you, it kind of hits different.
0: It did. It, it certainly. <laughs> certainly, I felt bad. So, do do you think Punk's dad listens to the show?
1: I mean, I hope he listens I guess. to this one because we're like, uh, you know, giving. Probably I mean, now. we'll
0: know, we'll know because he will tell us how disappointed he is that we predicted that Florida was going to beat the Vancouver Titans in the first matchup. So maybe, maybe we should give ourselves an opportunity to get back into his good races. The Vancouver Titans then play the following day on Friday, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. Again, not the appointment viewing match. It'll happen when it happens. But the fact that they're taking on the Los Angeles Valiant has me much more optimistic yes. this is not the same old valiant that we were accustomed to um you know for the last sort of season and a bit however i still feel on paper but also in action the vancouver titans are the superior team um lav feels more like a vancouver titans fresh out of the <laughs> reckoning <laughs> <laughs>
1: I see
2: that. that's a really good comparison it it very much feels like they kind of went uh, who's available Oh, he's he's around? Okay, let's grab him. Oh, he's willing to come up from contenders? All right, let's grab him. That's exactly how I feel about this team. I'm telling you, one of these teams is at least getting one win this weekend. And I think there's a higher percent chance that it is Vancouver coming out with a win than Toronto.
0: Oh, I see. Really? Um, yeah. I'm with you on that. But I mean, okay, I get your matchups. Yeah, but... So, I mean, this is we. I I think we all agree Vancouver wins this.
1: Yes. I have them at 3
0: Right. Oh, Okay, I gave it. I have it three one. I don't think Lav is, you know, a rollover necessarily, I, but I don't feel it's like that close to one. I feel that the Vancouver Titans are going to be in control. Lav might squeeze a map out of them. I have it three two actually, and and much closer. I, I I don't want it to be
2: like a, you know, Valiant going to play them close. I just could see some, you know, it's the first real match of the season, nerves they both teams
0: are coming out. Come out of the gate hot. Is Life Weaver playable right from the yes? Guests? Yep. Whew. Yeah. What's? I haven't actually seen any clarification if the most recent patch right. will be it included. Is the, I mean, the, the patch. most
1: recent patch with the controller adjustments. Yeah.
0: It is okay because I hadn't. I hadn't seen that um, confirmed. See. It was. Yeah. Um. Well, okay. I. Because I, I mean, the, really, the big change outside of controller is the fact that is. Uh, you know, parting gift is no more. Yes, that's right. That confused me why they removed that. But anyways, um,
2: no, I, I think that they, I think Vancouver wins this. I think Valiant wants to come out hot just as much as Vancouver does. I could see it being three, two. Um, I think it's just as equal that equally likely that it's three, one. Um, but ultimately I do think Vancouver gets this win. And that's why I say, you know, I think there's a higher percent chance that Vancouver wins one out of two games than there is Toronto wins any other games. Although mm-hmm. I am also picking Toronto in both of their games. So
0: <laughs> I think the percentages are low, but Toronto gets some, but yeah. Okay. Um, That's called copium. So, so I have a three, one, you have a three Oh, um, or sorry. Omni has a three Oh, you have a three two. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, the last matchup of uh, the weekend is the Toronto Defiant taking on the Los Angeles Gladiators. This is Sunday, six PM Eastern, three PM Pacific. This matchup was hard—I mean, harder for me to to predict. I had it three-two for the Gladiators at one point, and then I allowed my heart to take control, and I flipped it to three-two for the Defiance. And I—I'm not. I'm I'm not certain that the gladiators are the team that we have come to expect. But then when I look at the roster, I mean, it is it really all that different? Yeah, I,
1: I funny, funny enough, I I went the other way, uh, you went, <laughs> so I had a three-two first for Toronto, and then I flipped
2: to the other side. opposite. I'm three-two for Toronto.
0: You know, and I, I think I'm now subscribing to your theory here, Jordan, because like Toronto's got it tough. Toronto has to take on two top tier teams yep. in the first week. Now, this can go a number of different ways, but if Toronto gets the W both times... That is a really good, you know, boost to, to provide yourself, get that momentum on your side, mm-hmm. and then to springboard into the into the stage. Mm-hmm. Even if they get one dub out of the two, I think that's still acquitting themselves quite well, showing that they can, you know, play with the uh the heavy weights. Mm-hmm. And if they got two two L's, not to suggest that's gonna happen, but if they took two L's, if they make it close, it's still something to build upon. Mm-hmm. Whereas, yeah, like you look at the Titans. The Titans can't afford two L's at minimum. They need a dub. Mm-hmm. And if you give them, if they got two dubs, which is great. I don't think you put them in the same perspective as the defiant with two dubs. Yeah.
2: What, what will be interesting as well. I think, I mean, obviously the, the teams Vancouver's playing. I don't think anyone ranks as highly as glads and shock. But it will be easier for Vancouver to bounce back from a loss against Florida, to then playing valiant, than it will for Toronto to bounce back from a loss against the Shock. If Shock do roll Toronto for whatever reason, maybe that booms them, right? And oh. then their their mentals in the gutter for the next tough opponent. Maybe they come back, you know, guns ablazing because they want, you know, revenge. Obviously, it's not the same team, but they they want to show what they can do, right? Um, yeah, Toronto Toronto all around like has a really tough start to the season here. Arguably probably with the exception of maybe New York, the toughest start in terms of this opening weekend. New York plays the Rain and Boston. So, or Atlanta and Boston.
0: And the, and the, so, well, we'll talk
2: about that a little know, bit later. We'll we'll see, but
1: another side of it is also like it's just a gut feeling, but I, I, I think like team like Toronto is more emotional, and mm-hmm. they like you said the mental aspect of it might be really important, especially to start the season. Uh, they might yeah. just go for it, and if they get like a good result, or even beat the shock, which is really a possibility. Mm-hmm they might just start dominating the stage, but I can also see the opposite happening. If they go all yeah. to uh, this opening week, I, I get a little bit tilted.
2: I, th- I think if they come out of this weekend with no wins, I'm hopeful that both games are at least competitive. I think they can bounce back because it is opening weekend. You know, everyone knows even teams like the shock, you know, with Krusty, have a bit of a history of having a slow start and things like that. I think they understand that, especially with this season, there's time to build, right? With this uh-huh. season, we only have the mid-season tournament and then the grand finals. So it's not... I feel like there's not as much pressure to do well now in these few games we have before the first tournament because the first tournament isn't for a couple months, right? So it's it's almost like they've got more time. Um, but again, it's opening weekend. Everyone wants to do well. Everyone's itching to go, you know, build off whatever they did in the pro-am or didn't do in the pro-am, so... <laughs> It's going to be
1: exciting. Here, here's my hot take. Or maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's even a lukewarm take. Not not very <laughs> hot. But Tarana is not going to finish 1-1 this weekend, in my opinion. It's either 0-2 or 2-0. Ooh, yeah.
0: interesting. Well, my,
2: my, my gut tells interesting. me. Interesting.
0: I, I'm curious what you ate before we clicked record uh, that your gut's making bold predictions. I, I had like had some filet of fish. It's pretty good
2: hey okay Ooh. chris and i apparently both have stories about filet of fish you go
0: first chris well first of all i i don't actually have stories about filet of fish oh, okay. but like because one i don't eat seafood um and i understand that's not necessarily confirming that i don't eat filet of fish because there's questions of whether or not there's fish involved in the uh the equation but i can totally understand why your gut's telling you all sorts of strange things right now that filet just ain't right. <laughs> I hope not.
1: Cause if you get a food poisoning and it's from fish, it's going to be a rough, rough,
2: uh, uh, stretch. Just to, to ease into the story that I have about the filet of fish. I'm just going to tell Alex that he should check his Twitter notifications and, uh, we can continue the show. And when he sees what's happened, he can speak up barely can. and then I'll reveal my cards.
0: I mean, there are podcast listeners right now, just sitting with bated breath, I'm, cursing you as they commute to wherever the heck it happens to be, you know or wherever they happen to be listening.
2: Podcast listeners, if if you're listening and you're cursing me, here's what I want you to do: you're driving, you're driving to work. You got your kid in the back seat. Just roll down the window and just yell out curses. Hold on, wh- and, Which? And you take that how you want, but you just yell it out at the driver next to you. And if you have a drink in your hand, just throw it, throw it as well out the window. Hmm. That's what hey, I want What
1: the hell is this? Me. What? What's the McDonald's filet of fish tweeting at me? Hey boy, what?
2: What's this? Oh, isn't isn't that a strange coincidence? We were talking about a filet of fish and now a McDonald's fillet of fish account tweets at you? Uh, wow, that's so strange. I wonder if one of these podcast hosts has a fake
0: Twitter um, account. About the fillet of fish. Please, please, please <laughs> tell me that that fillet fish Twitter account has subscribed to Twitter Blue. <laughs> oh my oh. gosh, that
2: that would be absolutely fantastic.
0: Uh, well, moving uh, right along and getting us back on track here. Uh, the. Other oh, it's a couple of things that are happening, uh Toronto Defiant uh, Discord or Defiant Court as we aptly call it uh, is hosting themselves a game night. It's happening this week on the uh, 29th, or I guess this weekend, it being on Saturday. Uh all the details to take part are uh, listed in their Discord, but uh, their game nights are are pretty good fun. Um one of the things and I mean we've talked about on the show is that the Defiant Discord community is very um, you know, uh Communal in that regard, and hence the community. But they they do things together. They they spin up events without waiting for the team, and then the team in turns like, "Hey, great! Let's embrace that and support you." That's not to suggest that the Vancouver Titans haven't arranged for things to take place or have not had game nights. But I feel on the Titans side, if the community were to go and say, "Let's do something," case in point, we as a podcast have done this many times heaven forbid if the Vancouver Titans were to embrace it, elevate and support. So shout out to both the defiant and the defiant Discord community for, for making this happen. Go take part. Uh, the Vancouver Titans though do have some events uh, lined up. They have some watch parties that they've announced for this uh, spring stage, uh, both, uh, in may one on may 7th, another on may twenty eighth. Uh, I believe the may 7th watch party, uh, for those who pay a few extra bucks, I uh, can uh, watch uh, uh, an AMA or take part in an, an AMA uh, afterwards. And then on the May 28th, I believe, uh, a handful of lucky entrants will uh, win a chance to go 1v1 versus a, a Titan. Uh, Titans watch parties carry with it a cost now. Um, now that cost gets you food as well as entry. I think the the uh, lower priced item is a hot dog. The next level is a hamburger. And then the premium sort of ticket is a uh, much nicer burger and some swag, including entry into, like, the other things. Uh, So those who have more money and are willing to part with it are then uh, rewarded accordingly. Kind of feels like the way, you know, Overwatch as a game is currently designed. So are the Vancouver Titans a live service team? like is there a battle pass that you can subscribe to with the titans didn't they have something like that like legitimately for a while you got like a sweater for another well that was pathfinders that's their survey thing where you give yeah. them data and intelligence yeah so i guess it's kind of <laughs> kind of kind of that way yeah uh anyhow uh we have reached uh, the uh, end of the payload let's take a short break before we dive into the fray If you didn't catch it earlier on our show, see it on Twitter, or somehow just haven't heard all about it, the Overwatch League pickems are back for the kickoff of Spring Stage. Uh, We'll get into the pickems in a short moment and how we see things working out. But a few things to share. One, if you haven't already joined the uh, RSP leaderboard Uh, you can do so by going to, uh, I think it's pick'em.overwatchleague.com slash something, something, something RSB or Ready, Set, Pwn. It's not an easy (laughs) link, but it's shared in our Discord, and I have shared it on Twitter. Um, The funny thing about these leaderboards is they've just carried over since 2021. So someone who signed up in 2021, like Sam, (laughs) is still going to be ranked, even though he won't be doing anything. No fair. Um, He's in sixth and I'm in 13th. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, there's that. But uh, make sure you do log in, get those pick-ems in, because doing so allows you to earn tokens. So, for instance, submitting your picks for the crystal ball will earn you three owl tokens. And you might be thinking, that doesn't seem like a lot. Well, it's 2% towards the purchase of an owl skin. (laughs) So, I'd say that that's reasonable-ish. Uh, you can also obviously earn uh, points and then tokens for your predictions over the course of the season. Um They have uh, some token matches where if you get the picks, right tokens come to you. Uh There are double points boosts, which I don't exactly know how they work, but you can apparently use them. Uh, maybe it has something to do with the double points matches. I do not know. Uh You also have the ability now to see how others have been sort of picking so you can either see what the community thinks if you're unsure or alternatively you can see what the community was thinking when you prognosticated a complete upset yeah but uh what's most important is you get your picks in before they lock um i believe the crystal ball locks the moment you choose them and if you don't get them at the start of the season sucks to be you there it there
2: is a save button on the crystal ball picks as well so there's mm. three save buttons you need to click
0: to lock in your picks before uh before games start. Yeah. But then the actual match predictions you just have to lock in before uh twelve noon Pacific each of the days yeah. uh in the west and for the uh the east it's uh one AM Pacific uh before the uh each of the days, which I think is just the start as to when the matches kick off. So um what matches? Uh, are worth watching this weekend. Well, we do have matches happening both in the East region, uh, which is a podcast we don't watch, and then the uh, West region. And I, I say that because, again, we took heat over something that, quite frankly, I think we've talked about on the show all the time. None of us stay up to watch the Easter matches.
1: Yeah, who, who the hell gets up in the middle of the night to watch these? Look. Well, there's VODs. VOD. You could watch the VODs. I have a like mortgage. That. I have a job. I have a
0: one-year-old. Hey. Come on. Come on. You, in fairness, you woke up to watch the Vancouver <laughs> That's Titans true. play in the East. I will never do it again. Fool me <laughs> once. <laughs> you woke up just as the match <laughs> was ending and the Titans were getting, I think it was oh like a goodness. roll like over by, like it was over a 3-0 sweep by the Guangzhou Charge yeah, or yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that.
1: They still had Haxall and uh, like, you know,
0: and oh yet. Gosh, I, I just, I just remember you, like a bunch of us got up an hour early just for whatever reason to watch. And then you join the Discord watch party, like, "Ding, hey guys, what's yeah. going on? Why are the Titans playing?" Babies well, it's over. We
1: were rustled for sure.
0: Oh, anyhow, uh, back to the matches to watch here. Um, for me, I okay. I mean, outside of the Toronto and Vancouver matches, which are ones that I will be watching, um, I actually really liked the the first token match, the Gladiators Outlaws. That was one that I felt. Is going to be a an entertaining matchup. Uh, from there, I do want to see what's going to go on with the Boston Uprising because <laughs> yeah. Lord have mercy, oh, there seems to be some uh, some smoke, some juice leaking. Whatever you want to call. It. Uh, uh, I mean, Raid Shock looks uh, good too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the other token match. Yeah, Boston and the Uprising take on the Excelsior and the Spitfire. And if everything that's being said about them right now is true, mm-hmm. this could be an Excelsior win. Which, not I mean, that's still a stretch, but yeah, uh,
2: if anything, if, if
1: they London's quit more after, more likely to beat them. They might quit after twenty minutes, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Take oh. an extended uh, game paused.
2: Maybe, maybe we're in line for like a reckoning with Boston. Do you think? Maybe do you think that might happen. Like, granted, they don't have the history that you know the Vancouver players did together when, when all that happened, and also seemingly they have. Well, maybe this is a bold statement. Some better management, I was going to say, but I don't know. You know.
0: Well, the Titans had limited management, if any management at all. Well, like the those that were managing the Titans during the reckoning, yeah. all came out of the hockey business, yeah.
2: But I mean, there's some stuff with Boston, and I think one of their coaches in particular was a bit of a uh, risque pickup because of some things he's said in the past and stuff like that. So yeah. and how he's treated players and things. So yeah, I don't know that they do have better management. Um, I don't know. It just occurred to me that, you know, team of all stars, are we in line for something to happen with all the rumors that are going on? You know, yeah. it does seem a little bit as well. Like, I don't know. It could easily be exaggerated. Um, I've also heard people talking about the fact that, you know, this kind of stuff has happened in the past and you just don't hear about it,
0: but who knows? Well, and I, you know, to that point, I do want to share that, you know, we do live within a game and a community that's all about the meme. And Mm so when people are like, oh my God, this team says that they quit on them and that team said they, you know, balked and there's long pause. Yeah, eh, I I don't necessarily believe every single person jumping on the bus here because now the meme has been established. So let's meme the hell out of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were catching heat even from like uh, collegiate teams. So
0: I'm like, whoa, were they? Well, and that that they're like in they're well, yeah. lady the, the issue. Is that <laughs> happening? It could be, but you know, it just seemed real interesting how suddenly the the juice was just being spilled every which way. To I Sunday. mean, it did seem like it was quite a bit of juice. That's for sure. The, the volume of juice. All spilled, were like.
1: also like specific, not like generic. Oh, yeah. They were boomed.
2: Yeah, was. they bailed on us too. Yeah. What are you
0: talking about? The Boston Uprising tweeted out that there weren't any problems with a meme. We are a professional organization. Actually, I don't know if they said that. Did they? Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I don't think so. That's,
2: they, that's well, an older meme. No, so. I know, I know <laughs> but. Yeah.
1: They're playing London and they're playing New York. And they're not
0: like. The Boston on paper, that's two dubs. On
1: paper, that's we'll see.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Why don't we just quickly run through what the schedule will will look like? So we already know that Toronto Defiant, San Francisco Shock are getting things underway on Thursday, April 27th at uh, 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. But the match following that is the London Spitfire taking on the Washington Justice, and then, as we know, the Florida Man taking on the Vancouver Titans. The following day, it's the Atlanta Rain taking on the New York Excelsior, the Los Angeles Gladiators taking on the Houston Outlaws, and, as we've already talked about, the Los Angeles Valiant taking on the Vancouver Titans. The East Region has one day of matches getting underway at Saturday, April 29th at 1 a.m. Pacific, 4 a.m. Eastern, with the Soul Infernal taking on the Soul Dynasty. Soul versus Soul, winner takes Soul. The winner takes Soul. <laughs> the- uh, Guangzhou Charge take on the Dallas Fuel, and the Shanghai Dragons take on the Hangzhou Spark. Coming back out of the West, you've got the uh, Las Vegas Eternal taking on the Washington Justice, followed by the Houston Outlaws, LA Valiant, Boston Uprising, New York Excelsior, and the Atlanta Reign-San Francisco Shock matchup. And then on Sunday, it's the Florida Man taking on the Las Vegas Eternal, the Boston Uprising taking on the London Spitfire, and wind up the weekend, the Los Angeles Gladiators and the Toronto Defiant. Did we want to go through and share pick for every match? Because I hadn't really contemplated us doing that this season. And from a time perspective, the producer in me says, let's not. Eh, that's fine. <laughs> we can discuss it <laughs> can-
1: later when we get some points on the board.
0: Yeah, Yeah. That's what
1: I thought. We can do what race. we did last season. Yeah. yeah.
0: But, you know, I just, I want to float it by you guys. I don't want to make the decision unilaterally mm-hmm. as, as I'm accused of doing. He's a dictator. Um A few things that uh, you need to be aware of as the uh, stage gets underway is there is a map pool. Um, So for us, when we play the game, map pools are no more, but for the league, there certainly is. Uh, The maps that will be available during the stage are Ilios, Lijiang, Oasis, Nepal, Antarctic Peninsula, Blizzard World, Hollywood, King's Row, Havana, Rialto, Junkertown, Shambali Monastery, Coliseo, New Queen Street, and Esperanza. i you know <laughs> not a big fan of of the uh uh push mode no no i mean even as i'm playing it now i'm not a fan like i i think it was interesting i don't know what it is about it yeah i but i mean in the, in the pro side too i mean it's I it's the
2: stomp or it's not. I've definitely found that for me, it comes down to the map. Um, I really like Esperanza. I think okay, it's, yeah, no, I actually agree. It's a I really like it. solid map, and I actually have a, I the couple of matches I played today, I I was on Esperanza on one of them, and and I really do like it. The corridors you have, the sight lines you can get, um, and and sort of the the overall pathway that the bot follows, I think is really well designed. I haven't actually played Coliseo or New Queen Street in a long while. Like, I'm just trying to think the last time I played one of them. Um, oh, man. Coliseo just, was never... Those a, are the modes I get all the time. Yeah. Well, and and that's the thing. is There's a fourth push map, isn't there? There's one I'm forgetting. Maybe. Maybe not. Don't... So Somebody pushed me like, over I can't the think edge of here. F- but I, I for some reason, I fourth. thought there was a fourth one. I think probably Esperanza is the best one. I think Coliseo is the worst one. Um, for whatever reason, it just feels like it's not as fun for some reason. I, I don't know what I how to really describe it, but maybe it's because it's got that kind of one corridor, and everything else just feels so much more open, whereas Esperanza feels a lot more enclosed in some ways. Um, but ultimately, because they have such a limited map, yeah. There's only three. Oh, there's maps. only three. Why well, was I think there's five? Yeah. Oh, it but because they have such a limited. Choice, like you know, you're kind of stuck with getting the crappy maps sometimes, right? So yeah. that's too bad.
1: somehow feels tiny to me, like path
0: Yeah. Well, you have the one, the sniper lane. Yeah. Right. That's that's that alley. Like, there's really no, and it's long. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like, I don't mind New Queen Street. I just don't feel it's as, um, developed. That's. As, That's kind of how I
2: feel as well. It's, you know,
0: the route feels
2: fine, um, but it does also just kind of feel like, I mean, all three of these maps are kind of like this when I think about it, but it feels like you're just going through a city street and the only real, you know, air quotes flavor to it is there's a little bit of a walkway through the center, right? Um, Whereas Esperanza, for some reason, just feels a lot more fleshed out, a lot more well-designed. And I mean, you know, it could be said that that's what happens with design, right? You start with one thing and as the game progresses, the maps
0: will only get better, which I think
2: holds up for a lot of the maps, right? Yeah.
0: The um, other thing about the map pool, um, like when we think about what we're going to see for hybrid, uh, we've got blizzard world, Hollywood King's row and you know, I miss Eichenwald, so I'm going to presume we're going to get that next stage. Oh, yeah. Sure. Um, Numbani. I really enjoy Numbani. I'm going to presume that's next stage. But that leaves two of the newer maps, Paraiso and and Midtown. Oh, I, you yes. know, if we presume a map pool is just three, who's the odd map out? Right. And then we have to consider that the next season should be new map. Yeah, good point. And is that new map going to be... You know, actually, what would it be? For, like, yeah. looking at, we've got a new control, um, we've got a new escort, we've got a new hybrid, and we have three push. So, what do you think the odds are we're going to get a push? Yeah, I think, I mean, just like we're getting
2: support heroes at a higher clip than, than uh, other classes. I guess we've got
0: two new hybrids. Yeah. But,
1: as um, long as there's no sky, I'm good.
0: I like Retool it retool these maps I think yeah they should they should just
1: like
2: I I
0: miss (laughs) bring back Anubis all of them
2: like I I mean the the fact is Egypt is a cool setting for any video game setting wise you throw me in Egypt in a video game I'm down you throw me in I mean Japan ish type area like uh, Hanamura that's a cool setting retool those dang maps you know yeah
0: make it work well you know how much did Hanamura Anubis pay for the faults of horizon and paris and to some respect volskaya i forgot about paris that's funny i haven't thought about that map in forever yeah but like you think about like anubis or hanamura Mm -hmm. could they not develop that those two maps essentially add a a third section maybe lengthen like you have the ability to maybe make it a hybrid or or uh, uh an escort I think they just um,
2: put a cart at the start of Hanamura and you've got a map. <laughs> Take out that building and that kind well, of stuff. Well, I think you would, you would, you would need, area.
0: I think you would need one additional sort of phase. Yeah. Cause what, sure. like the way your math would work out. So what is it? I get it through the arch. That's one. I get it through the next arch. That's two. And I get it to the end. That's three. That's well, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess. Anyhow. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, what else did I want to mention about the, uh, season? Uh, well, again, uh, earn your tokens by watching on YouTube. Make sure your accounts are linked and on YouTube, it'll tell you. If it doesn't tell you it's linked, there's no tokens to be, uh, awarded. Also, you have to watch on YouTube proper, proper, Propler, proper. Propler. <laughs> Propler. Propler for an MVP. Uh, if you don't, then you, uh, you don't get tokens. So like if you use the app on your TV sol Doesn't oh is that matter. true it's got it oh yeah you gotta watch it on youtube proper either on oh. youtube.com or the youtube app i did not realize on that. your like phone or mobile device where did they say um, that
2: that's not they have the never said seasons. that
0: they've they've never said that but oh. i have never earned tokens watching it through the youtube oh, app on my tv interesting maybe i just
2: have been lucky like i do frequently put it on my tv but I frequently put it on another device just in case, so. Yeah, see, if you do the, the other the device, that's the <laughs> yeah. device earning
0: you the tokens, that's, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Um, and then there, I, I was trying to figure out, there are, there's a um, uh, spray and. uh yes. banner. whatnot. Do you get it just for tuning in? Like, I didn't, I couldn't find <laughs> the, watch this much time to get it.
2: Yeah, they, they. I don't know. They've been kind of stereotypical, what's that word sneaky about some of these announcements where they just kind of tweet them out. And then it's like, they don't really give you all the details or they don't really promote it any other time. I'm sure on broadcast, at least once they will, they will promote the link, your account and, uh, you know, earn these things and here's how, and that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I was going to mention there are also, there's, I think there's a couple sprays. There's a banner. Is that it? Maybe.
0: Yeah, just a banner and a spring. Yeah, okay, yeah.
2: yeah It's a nice and tokens. pretty looking banner. Well, no, I like the banner, but like. Yeah. No, I know. How do you get it? I couldn't tell you. Mm-hmm. Give me a title that's like Overwatcher. Mm. Overwatch Leaguer. I don't know. Overwatch Watcher? Overwatch Watcher. Watcher of Overwatch? Watcher of Overwatch. Watch watcher? Who watches the Watchers of Overwatch? Tab Minimizer. Watches over the Watchers <laughs> tab, of Overwatch.
1: Tab Minimizer. Mm-hmm.
0: that's mine puts youtube on more than one device i would totally totally be rolling with it yeah uh calling all heroes uh, first major is in the books uh timeless ethereal one uh the vancouver titans side titans blue they finished in the top 16 which is good i mean there were 20 some odd uh teams involved in uh in the calling All heroes uh, at least their first major and I, I, really like how this is going to be, uh, sort of a showcase experience throughout the course of the season. And it's designed to, um, you know, complement the league mm-hmm. and then the Overwatch World Cup, which we'll see. Uh, so it provides entertainment. I, I found myself watching a, a handful of the, the matches off and on. Um, and it sort of got me into the, the sort of, you know, competitive Overwatch uh, spirit again.
2: That's good. I'd be curious if you stick with it once, uh, once the league fires up and is in full
0: force. Well, they, they don't like they operate at sort of opposite times, not completely. Um, so they're, you know, it's not like with contenders action taking place over the course of a season and you sort of have the two things competing against Mm. each other um calling all heroes is sort of outside of the competitive overwatch league and overwatch world cup schedules ish like there is mm-hmm. a little bit of overlap i think with some of the minors gotcha. but the majors i believe are are scheduled in a way that the showcase can be can be cast uh, towards them well good for the league then and the organization doing it right Uh, what else, uh, came down the line? Well, the Overwatch World Cup, uh, teams are starting to, uh, put their rosters together. I can't say I've been really paying too close attention to the Overwatch World Cup because there hasn't been one for some time. Uh, and I sort of make the joke about the last one where Team Canada's main tank is trying out the Overwatch 2 demo during, was it two matches? Uh, very convenient the number of people who were of the belief that XQC would suddenly be like brought back and involved on a 5v5 blew my mind. That's not a knock against XQC. It's just his priorities are quite a bit different.
2: He's making that streamer money. He doesn't
0: need Overwatch League. Is he he still
2: Luminosity? I think I saw that he split from them a little while ago now, so I don't think so. I could be wrong. I mean, I'm not, yeah, no, not I, I can't say i am his biggest fan, but
0: paid too close attention to luminosity because, you know, I only know of them and sort of what they do because of this weird relationship they have with the Vancouver Titans and, or through enthusiast gaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then uh, on the business side of things, which we didn't really talk about in the payload, but uh, Active media shared their quarterly uh, results and have uh, performed relatively well in their space. Uh, share price isn't showing it, but then I don't know what the, you know, long term prognostication of esports organization share prices should be. I just know I bought them when they were not for sale and they are for sale right now. Mm -hmm. As a minority owner, (laughs) I demand answers. Is it, is it a conflict of interest that I own shares in both enthusiast gaming and, uh, overactive media?
1: You're just Mm, an esports magnate. You, you own. A piece of
0: everything. So true. I'm gonna rename myself "Esports Magnet" in my uh, <laughs> description on social media. Let's see how many people pick that up. Uh, and then uh, we talked a little bit about it earlier. There was a, a small patch rolled out with the uh, production game, uh, with Life Weaver controls being adjusted, and the parting gift being no more. Um, that parting gift, like I would see it on the ground, and I felt compelled to go pick it up if i was in a fight because even if i didn't need the healing i needed to prevent the enemy from getting it that's fair and the number of bad positions i get put in i mean
2: as a tank you should put yourself in risky positions
0: well this is the other thing i queue all roles and you don't understand oh. the number of times i'm getting deeps now i'm gonna say you know i've actually found that as well
2: i'm getting dps more than definitely more than i used to um Mm -hmm. it used to be like yeah pretty much a lock to get support if you queued all rolls but yeah
0: well that's what it was at the start and then i found (laughs) it was once uh carico came out then i was getting a lot of tank um but uh now it's it's all deeps all the time yeah yeah i'm
2: brushing up on my sim and my torb so Hmm.
0: i roll out the junk rat and then i get people telling me i'm trash. Mm. Uh, meanwhile, you know, play of the game is me with a 5K going ham, sniping people from a distance and and what have you. Because apparently, I'm a professional Overwatch player when it comes to Junkrat. Only the best are. I think you know Omni sitting there in like you know stunned silence because he's you know having nightmares over yeah, having to go up against it was, uh, me. <laughs> quite a painful
1: experience. I'll never going into the same lobby as you again. But...
0: Anywho, uh, yeah, that's it. I can't think of anything else there is to talk about. Imagine there's all sorts of great stuff gonna break as this episode goes live on Wednesday as it always does with the season underway. Uh, but we will be back again this time next week to talk a little bit about uh, the week that was and how both the Vancouver Titans and Toronto Defiant fared and whether or not we got our predictions correct. And uh, we'll check in to see whether or not Punk's dad called us out again uh, for not giving the Vancouver Titans uh, the respect that uh, they deserve. But if, you know, someone was to call us out and, and demand that uh, we show the team respect, I think there's no better person than, than Punk's dad. Yeah. So, gentlemen, any final words of wisdom for all of our listeners this week?
1: Got nothing pithy to say. Just bring Hanamura
0: and Anubis back.
1: What I'm asking for.
0: Hmm. If you do, you want the do you want the assault map back? Like the actual not mode, not
1: the mode. I want it. just the maps. Just put in a barricade in there hmm. or a payload, whatever. I just missed. It. I just missed the location.
2: How about this? You can have them if you. They also bring back Volskaya. Would you take the I'll offer? I'll
1: take it if it's not a, an assault map. I'll take
2: it. Fair enough. Fair enough.
1: Sky, uh, well, uh, Horizon, I, I, I can for the life of me like accept that there's like these assets or like the, the locations high into the lore and they're beautiful. Left and they're, to and rot. They're just like gone. Don't take yeah. content away from me. Don't.
2: I think they they should retool Horizon so that the cart takes that little tunnel and goes out onto the Go- moon and
0: starts floating. Okay. One of the best rounds I had was 6v6 six six out there in space. And I don't know who the first person was to go out there, but you had two teams playing as a team. And Lord have mercy, people were floating every which way.
1: <laughs> Even in the That's Overwatch great. League, we had so many like good um, memories and highlights from those maps in pro play. They, they came out to the space area a, a, a bunch of times as well. It's a shame. They got to yep. bring them back. Yeah.
2: It is a shame. Was that your final words of wisdom, Jordan? No, uh, actually, <laughs> that was just playing off off Alex. Uh, my final words of wisdom. Well, last week I mentioned uh, the Grow Up Level Up podcast and said you should definitely check it out because episode three three featured yours truly. But uh, episode four, I hear, has a pretty exciting guest as well. So once again, I'll just say you should check out the uh, Grow Up Level Up podcast available on podcast services everywhere.
0: Yeah, it was yours truly. It was. Mm -hmm. two weeks in a row yours truly followed by yours truly that's right yeah no it was a good time hanging out with samson and for those of you who listen to our show you know who samson is he's joined us a couple of times uh but yeah check out his podcast i had a good time chatting with him about gaming and parenting and all sorts of fun things final words of wisdom from me um it actually has to do with singing and it's something that i occasionally do i enjoy you know trying to make up words to to songs that I don't know the lyrics for, which is quite honestly uh, all the time. My daughter calls me out. But if there's one place that I find that, that I always catch myself singing is in the shower. And you know, singing in the shower is fun until you get soap in your mouth. Be- by then it just becomes a soap opera. I hate you. Omni, stun silence I again. I see that.
2: My goodness. He really is. That one didn't register with him at all, did it? After no. after I, so, I
1: say my words of wisdom, I'm out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's, he's checked out, huh? Uh, and you uh, if you uh, hate that dad joke love that dad joke or have words of wisdom of your own you wish to share with us you can do so on uh, discord at discord.io slash ready set poem you can also reach out to us on all the social media platforms at ready set poem there and our entire back catalog if you haven't already liked and subscribed to our show is found at ready set so on behalf of Omni at Omni Strife Jordan at Sir Dr. Jam and the host of the one man watch point podcast myself Chris at Lightforce, signing off this episode with Catchphrase